The Free Speech Coalition. The Free Speech Coalition. The Free Speech Coalition. Free Speech Coalition. The Free Speech Coalition. The Free Speech Coalition. Podcast. Welcome to the Free Speech Coalition podcast. My name is Jordan, and today we are joined by Dr. Reynold McPherson for a second time guest on the show. Reynold, just to refresh our listeners, we had you on uh, as a result of the Rotorua Lakes Council uh, calling the police for your alleged hate speech for uh, calling a fellow mayoral candidate, or perhaps it was a councillor, beware of the charismatic pitch of the Pied Piper, and we had you on, uh, I believe, with Dr. Don Brash um, to discuss whether that was hate speech, and I think the conclusion we came to it was ridiculous. But we've asked uh, you to join us again because of the news yesterday that uh, you have now uh, made a complaint to the police. Um, Can you perhaps tell us what that complaint is about? Yes, I became concerned. I've been tipped off by some of our members who were disgusted at the uh, the, the, the nature of um, a fake parody site. Um, and the concern that I had when I had a look at it was that it, uh, it uh, used identity theft and image theft and then a fraudulent impersonation which put words into my mouth and abused others. This was all being legitimated under the guise of parody. It didn't strike me as parody at all. It struck me as putting lipstick on a pig. So we've had a and look so, mm-hmm. we've had a look at the site and it very clearly says parody. This is the Facebook um, page. It's a it's it has your photo on it, but it very clearly says parody. Why would you go to the police about what appears to be political humor or parody? Well, it didn't appear to me to be political parody. It appeared to me to be identity theft and image theft and used impersonation, which is fraudulent, um, that put other people at advantage, not only myself, but uh, put other people at disadvantage because the person who wrote all this uh, was anonymous. And it was not the first time that an anonymous Facebook site has been set up to attack uh, the Residents and Ratepayers Association here in Rotorua. Hang on. And, um, but, but the, gone, the, are you suggesting that politicians should be able to call the police because someone takes the mickey out of them? I mean, that, that's... No, that's, that's not the issue at all. Um, no, that's, that's not the issue at all as I see it. The issue is that there are reasonable now. ways... If the, no, this... if the benchmark is merely that someone has used your photo and put parody over it and it's a piss take of you or um, the Rotary Residents and Ratepayers Association, are you seriously suggesting that the police should be taking their time to investigate that? The point that I wanted to make was that um, we've all got human rights. We've got a human rights to freedom of expression. I accept that and would defend that. On the other hand, um, if you go back to the origin of human rights, the Universal Declaration 1948, Article 12 says that no one should be subjected to arbitrary attacks on his honour or reputation. And this was clearly exactly that. But hang on, and, isn't that um, exactly what Councillor Tapsell alleged you were doing in relation to your Pied Piper post? No, the two cases were entirely different. How? This, how? Well, this one, this... Um, complaint to the police was about the illegality of um, 
stealing identity, which is a crime. Oh, come on. Um, it's got, it's got yes, it is. written over the page. But you can put lipstick on a pig, but it doesn't change it from being a pig. Um, this is this is about identity what, what, theft, about what, image theft, come on. and fraudulent impersonation. Anyone... That was the basis on which I asked the police to see if there were grounds for me being able to have this um, site taken it's down not, or altered. It's not fraudulent for me to put on a name badge that says Reynold McPherson when it says parody right underneath it, as this Facebook page did. I mean, isn't this just the Nicole, case I'm of a... you not liking, uh, uh, you complaining when other people go to the police about you, quite rightly, but then you going about doing when someone does something pretty similar uh, on exactly the same platform? Not really. I didn't at any stage in the previous case uh, make the point that uh, there was parody involved. I know what parody is, and I know the other various forms of humour that people can use. And I would defend people's right, right to cartoon and so on and so on. But um, when you get across to the point where you are put in a position where you are vilifying other people, abusing other people, that infringes on my rights uh, to be protected against impositions of my honour and my reputation. This was a deliberate slur. This is a page and, um, only 14 people have liked. It's got a picture of you in parody and basically mocking the residents' associations being a bunch of old fogies. How is that a criminal matter? Well, it goes back, as I said at the outset, it goes back to three concerns that I specified at the outset and in the information I've given you that I believe there has been a illegal theft of identity. My picture, my information, and so on and so on, and there was a highly selective um, uh, arrangement of articles from various newspapers, which uh, we used. I mean, Those are politics, yes. Is? But, but what exactly you don't what you do is what with, with Councillor Tepp. No, 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 no. There was no there was no identity theft involved in the previous case. Okay, so there was no image theft in the previous case, and there was no fraudulent impersonation. I mean, co- copyright theft is, uh, isn't a criminal offence. I mean, let, let's put that aside. Did it have parody written on it over the over the image in the way it does now when you issued your complaint? Yes, when no. I started out, it did not have parody plastered on the page. And as I said, has been a feature of this page is that once I started to raise issues, we've been presented with a moving target. Suddenly, parody appeared. Um, across my image and so on and so on. So we've got this, this person who's backtracking. parody on it? Initially, I don't think it did. Okay. But um, I can't recall that now. But my point here is that the original um, uh, theft of identity and the original um, impersonation uh, bordered on the illegal. Hence my complaint to police to see if indeed these are the cases. Because... There's no point in going to the... Um, Boarded on. Going so to the... You, you said in our wait. interview last time that you felt that the council had used, or the councillor had used the occasion to justify a complaint to police um, to have posts withdrawn. How was this not exactly the same thing? No, the, um, the case against... That was an entirely different case, and that was not my objective at the time, was to have the... Uh, the, um, any posts withdrawn. This is a case based around 
the appropriateness or otherwise of people making posts that impugn people's honour and reputation and so on at a Facebook site. Uh, what that's, do, you, what uh, do you want the police to do? I want it, as my complaint indicates to them, I want them to uh, advise me on whether or not it's possible to uh, have the uh, the identity theft, the image theft and fraudulent impersonation investigated to see if there's a gra- grounds for asking them to take the site down or modify it. The modifications have occurred, I will concede, which makes it difficult because, as I said, I've got a moving target. But simply, after the fact, plastering parity all over the site doesn't justify what was originally done. Definitely. And secondly, why is it why is it appropriate for someone to be able to do this anonymously and not join the other grown-ups in the political arena and have their identity revealed as a misused mine? Dr. Renal McPherson, thanks very much for joining us. Well, listening to that is the Free Speech Coalition spokesperson and constitutional lawyer and former MP, Stephen Franks. Stephen, what did you make of that? It was very interesting. Until it was clarified that there may not have been an indication that it was parody, that those words might have been added as a precaution since, I had very little sympathy with Dr McPherson's position at all. And Essentially, he was claiming there was a fraudulent... Um, attempt to use his image fraudulently yeah, and he was pretty, alleging... Pretty unlikely. I mean, well, I mean, once, the, you, once you put parody on it, it's yeah. quite clear what you're doing. Um, it may be that the law might uh, at some stage draw a line that says cartoonists are very free because clearly they are, they are using parody and humour to express the cartoonist's opinion and they're not... Um, trying to leave the impression that what they say is the opinion of the, uh, the target. So I think that, that it could be that using someone's photograph one day, will the law will say quite clearly you're going to have to do something different from that. But in the circumstances where the site at least now says clearly that it's parody, uh, I can't have any sympathy as a free speech defender at all. The complaint is an attempt to get something, to get opinions removed. Uh, It is an attempt to assert uh, rights to reputation that don't exist. And you've always had um, protection. Uh, Dr McPherson refers to Article 13. I think that free speech does require um, effective defamation law and effective ways to ensure that Falsehood can't circulate without cost. But where it's the kind of um, very open exaggeration that is in parody, people are on uh, on notice that this is, um, this is not necessarily true, that the, what is being attributed is probably invented to mock, and that's always been part of free political speech. Let's just park defamation for one moment, but this question around identity, you know, he made the point that he didn't know who's behind it, it is anonymous. That seems to be a very common theme in onlo- online bullying or any of um, even this political discussion. You know, that's surely a difference between the old-fashioned newspapers or even letters to the editors would, would check that it was a real person versus the an- anonymous um, Facebook posts. Is th- Does that raise any issues? It does, and it's always been a problem for, for effective protection of reputation. But then we have to remember that, you know, scurrilous pamphlets that 
created many of our freedoms were anonymous simply because the consequences were too severe that people who weren't anonymous were going to end up with the authorities dumping on them. And if we think of Samizdat or the Soviet Union and the Iron Curtain, it was the circulation anonymously of even things like Dr. Zhivago and, and famous literature that highlighted for people just how bad their rulers were. So I, I would say very few free speech um, very few free speech defenders anywhere would say you lose your rights to free speech if you're anonymous. It may well be that it's something where, again, if the courts were being constructive and really properly defending the law of defamation, they might well say that anonymous claims are going to have a much more serious consequence. But this touches of being online. It's touched by the digi- Harmful Digital Communications Act. You know, Looking through the posts, they appear to really sort of target uh, the Ratepayers Association and previous objections and comments and stereotypes them as, as old fogies, sort of no to, no to everything, back to the 1950s sort of stuff. Is that is that defamation law? Or what if you were advising Reynolds and he clearly oh, look, does have concerns? If I was advising him, I'd be clearly telling him to, to push it under the, um, the, the new act, the harassment, Digital Harassment Act, because it's got such poor definition. It leaves it open to people to come and say, I've got a right not to be offended, which is what we're complaining about. It's a, it's a very poor piece of law that does encourage people to think that they've got um, the ability to close down stuff they don't like, and it shouldn't be there, it, definitely. There's, it's, it's not fanciful. He may, he, it's possible he might even get a court to support him because the intention would have been to, um, to cause... Or to be indifferent, at least, to distress it might cause someone who feels that they're, they're being trashed. How is that consistent with someone that is out there in a mirror race, putting themselves out there in a political debate? Have we really reached the stage where if something's offensive to a potential candidate or a, or a candidate here in local body politics, uh, where they have a right of veto of what you put online? Um, I don't think we have, and I think the courts... We'll try to avoid that conclusion. It's just that the harassment law is a very bad law and that doesn't allow even truth to be a defence. So you're asking about what ought to be and what the law might be. There might be room for them to, to get home on some of their complaints. I haven't really looked in any. I have only just scanned to see. I didn't see what sort of words had been put in their mouths, for example. Stephen Franks, thanks very much. You can support Free Speech in New Zealand by visiting freespeechcoalition.nz and joining the cause. Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast.